Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Thorne Dickerson, Pat Bostick, Austin Bechtold behind the glass you know who also is uh who who graduated in 1992 the big boy mark caballi i was four and he was graduating big mark what year was callus born he's like four years older than me i think, I think three or four he was born 98 was he yeah young very young he's a young man yes he is david carr he's not too young he was what the first quarterback to quarterback the Houston Texans whenever they became a team. I just pulled this list up. I can't. I just – this is awful. <laughs> you want to go through it? No. I know. I'll let well, you go through it. What he, is this guy looking at? He he elaborated on, you know, the top 15 offensive players in the NFL. He did this right after the season, so I don't think it factored in really uh, the playoffs, but he did it right after the season. Top 15 players in the NFL – uh, offensive players in the NFL, and then he re- elaborated on it. We don't need to elaborate on it. He wrote a, like a paragraph underneath why backing he picked these guys. So let's start with number one, Lamar. I'm going to go through the list, and then we can kind of pick through it. We can go around the room and pick through it. But number one, Lamar Jackson. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Number three, Brock Purdy. <laughs> number four, Tyreek Hill. Number five, number five, Patrick Mahomes, number six, Josh Allen, number seven, C.D. Lamb, number eight, Dak Prescott, number nine, C.J. Stroud, number 10, Puka Nakua, number 11, George Kittle, 12, Tua Tagovailoa, 13, A.J. Brown, 14, Jared Goff, and 15, Amon Ra St. Brown. Which one of those sticks out to you guys the most? For me, I'll start. I know that Brock Purdy was third, and I'm sure that'll be one of yours. But the fact that Patrick Mahomes is fifth is insanity. Is insanity. We got into the debate a couple days ago, Pat, about Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. And that's a whole different discussion. But for right now, and what Patrick Mahomes has done year in and year out, and this year, now I know they didn't have the best year throughout the season. I get that. But who's really winning you football games and who's there whenever it really counts, that has to be counted into effect of my rankings if I were ranking this. Patrick Mahomes being fifth is criminal, in my opinion. Who sticks out to you guys, Pat? We'll go with you first. 
Mahomes being fifth is I don't think he's one. I, I I would still give one to Lamar Jackson, but to me he's he's three. Yeah, I mean he's he's three. He's he's more impactful in a game than Tyreek Hill. I don't care about the stats. Uh, and this was published the thirty first. Oh, so so this is recent. Okay, like this is recent. I I don't know how you can have watched his career and put Dak Prescott anywhere even remotely close to eight. C.J. Stroud's better than Dak Prescott. Yes. I'd put him ahead of him. Jared Goff played better than Dak Prescott. 14th? His stats were almost as good. I'm trying to think who's off this list. That should be That okay. should be on this list. Man. I mean, Travis Kelsey? I Travis he, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's not on this list. I, I know he's banged up. But how is Debo Samuel not anywhere on this list? Him too. I just think the Brock – also the Brock Purdy at three. Like Brock I, Purdy's I, too high. I, I mean, Come individually, on. like I know that Brock Purdy has played well and his team's in the Super Bowl. But it's okay to say that he's a product of his environment. Now, is he a game manager? Is he a glorified game manager? I wouldn't go that far. Um, I think he's a good player, but to be third in the NFL, like let, let's be serious here. I put C.J. Stroud even over Brock Purdy. Correct. Despite but, Purdy being an MVP no candidate question. this year, C.J. Stroud willed that team back from what was pretty much the dead of what the Texans have been ever since the situation with Deshaun Watson. I'm fine with Allen at six. Mahomes should be right behind McCaffrey. He should be three. He should be ahead of Brock Purdy. And Tyreek Hill. Samuel Porta is a name that was put in here as a just-missed candidate. Just-missed? Also, Mike <laughs> Evans and Raheem Mostert, just-missed. Amon Ross St. Brown was 15th. Jared Goff, 14th. Interesting. But Dak Prescott, 8th. C.J. Stroud should be ahead of him. Brock Purdy ahead of Dak Prescott? Well, eh. what, about, what about Tua? Like, I mean... I mean, I know we don't have in front of us, but were two of his numbers this year just, like, ridiculous? He led the league in passing yards. Okay. Top five in uh, quarterback wins, completion percentage, passing yards so per why, game. Here's, right, why gonna, okay. here's why they're going to justify they're going to justify Purdy. Other than Mason Rudolph, he led the league in passer rating at 113.0. Rudolph was 118 in four games. Prescott was two. 105, so that's an eight point, um, seven point difference mm-hmm. from one to two. But again, you know, I mean, Dak Prescott led the league in touchdown passes 36, second in yards. But they're empty. Yeah, exactly. Like, this got you nothing. This is, this is the conversation that we had the other day, Pat, about whenever Jason McIntyre and, and Colin Coward were like, okay, like consistency is sometimes better than championships. Like, you're going to get that out of Dak Prescott, but is that good enough? Like it's gonna warrant, it's gonna get him on lists like this to be ace because he throws for a lot of touchdowns and he has a good quarterback rating and you know he uh, you know does other things within the game. But what does that lead to at the end of the day? Like I I I I, I, I get you make lists based off of facts and stats. I get that, but how do you not take an account of where the the player helps the football team? Like that's why T.J. Watt is so valuable is because. Yep. Whenever he's not in there, they don't win. Correct. So that's why he should be defensive MVP. 
in my opinion. You know, outside of this list, I know I'm going in a different direction. That's why, in my mind, the defensive MVP is the most valuable football player, the most valuable player. He is the most valuable player to his team, T.J. Watt is. So how do you not take that into account whenever you're putting lists like this together of who's the most valuable to their team, one, then you do the stats, and then you do the rank? Because, like, Christian McCaffrey being number two, that makes a lot of sense. He's the most valuable player to his football team. Yep. But after that, it kind of goes away from it. I just think that this is just – I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around Purdy being five. Or, excuse me, Purdy being what, – what is Purdy? Three and Mahomes being five. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand – you do that to get this reaction, mm-hmm. too. I mean, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Statistically, Mahomes is worst season. Numbers were down. He saw but they're in the Super Bowl. This is what he saw the last three games. He's completed sixty-eight percent of his passes, four touchdowns, zero picks, averaged five point four yards per carry. He's only been sacked twice, and that was against Baltimore. He's the best quarterback in the league. Hands down. He's not even close. How about the Chiefs drop twenty passes? I just don't thirty passes. You put you can sit behind a computer screen and honestly say Brock Purdy is better than Patrick Mahomes. You've got problems. Yes. Yes. And I, I don't care how the year went, but it's what. Now, I think that there's a I'm not I'm individually. No, but, I, you know, I would I would be OK if if Brock Purdy wins Sunday next Sunday. I'd be I, I'd be OK with him being in the top five. No, the ranking is based solely on the 2023 regular the whole the regular season. So why why republish this on January 31st? Right. No one cares about the regular season. Right, right, right. If you did a co- top five coaches this year, obviously Andy Andy Reid would be one, Shanahan two. But outside of that, the letting the next three, who would it be? Top five coaches. Coaches. Head coaches this year. Oh, shoot, you had to put Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. There. I Dan mean, Campbell. I guess you would have to just Kevin go through Stavansky. the playoffs. Oh, I guess you wouldn't have to go through the playoffs then. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. Yeah. John Harbaugh. No. I mean, if we're evaluating on wins. <laughs> Your top top five would probably be in no particular. Well, Andy Reid, Shanahan, Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryan's, Kevin Stefanski. Maybe flip those last two. But the jobs that they did, at least in the regular season with Cleveland, four quarterbacks, Houston, going from the second and third picks overall, second pick was Stroud. Go get go get him and make the playoffs. Win a playoff game. An organization that basically tell you who else was nothing. Top ten would be Matt Lafleur. He did yeah. he did a great job towards the latter half of the season. After the Steelers game, Todd Bowles would be Bowles would be up there in terms of turning some nothing into something. These lists are fascinating. I like going through them and breaking them down and just in in. in I mean, tearing like, them to shreds. Yeah, like that. Like you said, Pat. Like this. That these lists are what our job is for to do is to to break them down and to be like, what are you actually thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking? But they're fun. Coming up next, Jeff Hathorne talked to Aroldis Chapman's uh, translator, and he had some interesting things to say. Uh, now that he is a, a Pittsburgh Pirate, we will break that down next. But first, a Bechtold headline: Pitt basketball back home against Notre Dame on Saturday. Tip-off at 6 o'clock. Our coverage on the fan begins at 5.30, and you could also hear it 
on your Odyssey app. This Saturday, it's the NFL Pro Bowl. The Skills Showdown was last night in Orlando. The NHL Skills Competition is tonight from Toronto. Tomorrow, the All-Star Game. Sidney Crosby represents the Penguins. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Happy Valentine's Month from Noah Gay, Rome Company Jewelers. Voted the number one jeweler in North Pittsburgh. This Valentine's Day, play Cupid with a stunning pair of half-carat, round, brilliant-cut diamond stud earrings for only $3.99 and a forever gold rose for $99. It's a real rose preserved in 24-karat gold at Noah Gay, Rome Company Jewelers. If your fiancé, if you're looking to get engaged, Noah Gabriel will guarantee she'll love her ring with their exclusive perfect ring guarantee. Visit them at Wexford or Ross Park Mall or online, noahgabrielco.com. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Thorne Dickerson, Pat Bostick, Austin Beckold behind the glass. Pat, have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? Parts of it. Same. Same. Bechtold, have you ever seen the movie Groundhog Day? Seen the entirety of the movie. Have you? I have. I've seen I've seen about half of it, and it was just recently, because I've never, I, for some reason, and I was a big Bill Murray fan growing up, uh, in all his movies he played in, especially Ghostbusters and What About Bob, um, but I've never watched Groundhog Day until maybe a couple of months ago, at least half of it, and then I think I fell asleep or something, but is it... Oh, I don't want to. I mean, I'm sure that people have seen the movie. Does it end in a in a positive way? Because it was getting really redundant, obviously, at the time when I was watching the movie. Right. Yes. Okay. I think it ends in a positive way. All right. All right. So you should go back and watch it. I should go back and watch it today. So when we were up there last year, some of the locals would say that the, you know the top hat guys are like Bill Murray will show up every couple of years randomly and just be in the crowd. That's and, awesome. And like tap people on the shoulders and be like. This is a fun event. Like, just mess with people and then disappear. Like, pe- there's people, like, it's kind of like a myth. Like, it's like the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, I saw, or, or Bigfoot. The ghost of yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, Bigfoot. They're like, Bill Murray has shown up a couple times and just will just be standing there with, like, a hat on, but, like, kind of covered up and tell people, bet you didn't think that I'd be here, and then just disappear. He, he never leaves. That. Never leaves. Never leaves. Are you a uh, Bill Murray fan? Oh, yeah. yeah. Caddyshack? Caddyshack. Stripes. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. Bill, Bill Murray's outstanding. Have you ever seen What About Bob? No. It, you ha- Oh, so ha- good. You have to watch that movie. What About Bob? Oh, my God. So Richard funny. Dreyfus. It's so funny. It is. It, I think it's his best movie. I think it's his best movie. He is like a mental patient, and he's like insane. And Richard Dreyfus, who played in Jaws, he's the doctor, and he has to see him. He's a psychiatrist. And he sees him all the time, and he's like, okay, like I'm going to be out of town next week, and he takes his family on like a vacation, and Bill Murray is like, oh, well, I need to see you. So he, like, figures out a way to get to where Richard Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus is on vacation with his family and just just it's insane. Like, he just is staying with them. The family likes him. Richard Dreyfus wants to kill him. It's 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 such a funny movie. I think it's right it up your about, alley. What about Bob? Is what about Bob? What about it's Bob? Right up, right up your alley. You've seen it? I've seen it, Are yeah. you a movie buff? I like movies, yes. I like TV, too. I like a lot of, like, TV, like, crime shows. But, yeah, I'll, wa- I'll watch a fair share of movies. There's a lot of movies that I still have not seen yet that Doran gives me a lot of crap for. Yeah, you've never seen, like, Rocky? I've seen Rocky. You want to oh. see Doran get mad? Yeah. I have not seen The Dark Knight in its entirety. Oh, I haven't goodness. either. Oh, not oh, in its entirety. What, 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 what are we doing? <laughs> you haven't seen it? In- Just bits and pieces. Really? It's too yeah. damn long. It is a long movie. But it's the how best many time- movie. How many times have you watched it? 
in my life I probably seen I probably seen the Dark Knight at least like ninety eight times. <laughs> it's like Halloween movies. Yes. Yes. This guy's this dude's a real life choker. You ever, heard, you, ever, you ever heard it? You ever heard the impression? No. Why so serious? You see, my father. <laughs> Dude, I love movies. Gives a, gives a little chill down your spine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what if what if Bill Murray showed up behind someone there and was like that? Mm-hmm. Tony. Mm-hmm. He might need what about Why Bob? Why so serious? Why so serious? Aroldis Chapman. Uh, Jeff talked to his translator guys, and uh, Aroldis Chapman said that, uh, well, his translator through him said that, uh, though it's been... You know, put to bed the whole Andrew McCutcheon deal. Whenever they played together in, uh, with the Yankees, they put that to bed. Uh, I know that that was a talking point whenever the, the Pirates signed Aroldis Chapman. Oh, how's Andrew McCutcheon and Aroldis Chapman going to get along? There's, there's history there. Like, come on. Like, you, you, everybody thinks that locker rooms, everybody gets along. Everybody gets along in the fact that they want to win games and win a championship. But not everybody gets along. But in this case, they put that to bed. Um, they hashed that out years ago whenever they played together with the Yankees. And uh, Beck told, you know, we'll start with you. Rose Chapman says that he thinks the Pirates can be good. And that was one of the main attractions for him to sign here. $10.5 million one year. Um, and he thinks the Pirates have a chance, like, to be pretty decent. And to hear that from, you know, an outsider coming in and not just somebody like Andrew McCutcheon who, you know, has a, a soft spot in his heart for the Pirates, uh, I, I feel like that, that, is, that that's a little vote of confidence for – Pirate fans and for the, the the franchise to you know really do something this year and having a guy of that stature wanted to sign here because he thinks that they could be good I think that means something especially coming from a guy that just won the that World too. Series yep. like he knows what it takes to be on a winning team that gets it done in October now is that going to be the case for the Pirates who knows but can they be a good team you would really hope in all sincerity, and it should be reality, that they can improve by another six, seven, eight, ideally 10 games, get to 86 wins, that gets you in Mm -hmm. to a wild card spot. We're not saying go out there and win 95 games or be the 2015 team that won 98. That's probably not realistic at this point, but you can win 85, you can win 86, 87. O'Neill Cruz is a realistic guy that helps you to be able to do that. The bullpen might end up carrying a lot of the weight. Starting pitching. Yep. Yes, you still need to add starting pitching before anybody is confident that this team can actually realistically make the playoffs. It's a thought in our minds that, yeah, they could do it if they play well enough. If they overachieve, maybe a little bit too, they're probably, I would probably project them at about 80 wins, 82, 83, probably, probably 80 mm-hmm. right now. But if you actually have some reassurance at starting pitching, Quinn Priester, Luis Ortiz, one of those guys hits, Rowanzi Contreras, one of the three. To go along with Keller, Skeens. I think Marco Gonzalez is going to be okay. He's not going to be a complete paying him enough. pushover. They are. Same thing with Martin Perez. He, again, was with that team in Texas that won the World Series. So two guys from Texas that have won a championship in the last however many months, they're bringing a winning culture here as well. Both left-handed pitchers as well. Something that this team has been significantly lacking, especially in the starting rotation. They went from like no lefties in the starting rotation to, to like the entire yeah. rotation. Right now, it's lefties. Fantastic. I brought to you by Edgar Snyder Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Uh, guys, how long do you think, and do you think it'll be a fast track? Do you think it'll take some time? Or do you think it'll hit the ground running for O'Neill Cruz? Uh, you know, he is a, was a huge missing piece last year. And what they did in April was fantastic. Had Pirates fans excited. And then O'Neill Cruz gets hurt. 
Um, you know, that kind of puts a damper on things, and he's out for the season. You were hoping that you would see him at some point last year towards the end of the season, maybe in August. You're, like, trying to track the timeline. I remember us in the summer, it's like, you know, we're talking to Wayne or we're talking to uh, Neil Walker, and it's like, okay, do you know the timeline on O'Neill Cruz? And then it's, like, pushed up, you know, pushed back, you know, a couple weeks, pushed back a couple weeks, and it's like, okay, we're just shutting him down fully. But do you, do, do you think he hits the ground running? And do you think he's going to be a major asset this year now that he's fully healthy and he's really going into his second year. Baseball is still a young player, but how do you think that track is going to look as they start spring training in the season? I actually like the fact that he didn't play it all last year. I think that that'll aid him in hitting the ground running as opposed to you know, re-aggravating something or, or not fully healing. I mean, that was an ugly injury, obviously. So I, I expect him to hit the ground running. His talent level is so high. Mm-hmm. It's so high. And he was playing at such an incredibly high level. Uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't pick up right where he left off, given how young he is, too. I mean, a resilient guy. Uh, you know, maybe some hiccups in spring training, but I expect him to, to be rare in day one. It would have been nice to see him play last year, just for the part that we don't treat him like a folklore, that we hope he can do this. Maybe he is the guy that comes in and saves the entire lineup. I think he's just going to come out and mash. He'll probably hit like 240. Obviously, want that to be higher, but it's not out of the realm of possibility he's a 30 30 guy. No doubt. 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. I know he wants to try to get the 40-40. That would be I mean, The bat looks like a toothpick. At yeah, right. It's right. like he's holding a toothpick. If he goes 40-40, he's basically Ronald Acuna. Mm-hmm. He won mm-hmm. the, what, won the MVP? Mm-hmm. So he's going to come out hot. And spring training will really, really be his ramp-up time to really get back under his feet and figure it out again, get his swing compact again, and just crush balls out of the yard. Henry Davis, uh, he's now going to be full-time catcher. He probably was going to be a right fielder uh, this year with India Rodriguez getting injured in November. And I thought it was interesting whenever uh, you know they were talking and they announced that Henry Davis was taking and will take reps at catcher more than uh, he did last year. I was like, that's interesting because you have India Rodriguez and you still need right field. And is Henry Davis, is he a right field? Is he a utility guy? What are you doing with him? And then the news broke about Andy Rodriguez out for the season with an elbow injury. Uh, how do we see Henry Davis, his transition back to catcher? I mean, it's his natural position. He didn't look natural in right field. Like, I don't, no. I know that, like, you know, they had to put him somewhere, but it, he needs to be in the action. I think that he, it may take a little bit of time, but. I think that being in his natural position, I think that he'll end up, uh, you know, having success there more than he would in, in right field. Well, it kind of explained a lot when Andy Rodriguez, that's the reasoning, why we were all told by Ben Charrington, the narrative from the organization that, look, it's going to be Henry Davis catching. They still brought up Andy Rodriguez because nothing was public yet. I can still see them bringing in a catcher. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Henry Davis catch 75% of the way, Jason DeLay, the other 25. If it's 80-20, even better. Because you need that bat in the lineup. Wouldn't surprise me to see even him take some DH roles. He needs to figure it out as a hitter. It was kind of up and down. The injury didn't help. But if he can explode as well, it's another element to this lineup. And you expect that from the number one overall pick in a draft. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, you know, 225 at-bats last year batted 213. You know, AAA batted 306. I mean, somewhere 270. You need something mm-hmm. to improve there because it, it, otherwise he's just a he's just a defensive guy, and that's not why you draft somebody number one overall. And the word's consistency. Yeah, it's something that this team has not had in so long. A lot of players fluctuate back and forth. Cabrian Hayes in the first half, ugh, not good with the bat, but in the second half was tremendous. 
and helped him pretty much get the recognition to end up winning a gold glove. Brian Reynolds started off really hot, hit a really and I mean, that's part of baseball. Right. You're going to probably for a month hit around a buck ninety or two ten. If Jack Sawinski doesn't hit one ninety in a season and can consistently hit like two forty, okay. Batting average is still a key component along with power, especially the way that the Pirates try to win games. Yeah, you look at him in Louisville, I mean he batted three seventy in college. You know, led the ACC in on base percentage at Louisville. You know, that has not translated to the big leagues yet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I thought AAA was – it looked like it was better, but they've got to be more consistent with him at the plate. He's got to be a bat for him. He's got to be. If they're going to put him in that starting catching position, he's got to bring something to the table offensively. Can the Penguins bring something to the table offensively outside of this all-star break? We'll talk about that next, but first, a Bechtel headline. The Buccaneers are working on a deal to hire Liam Cohen as their next offensive coordinator. He's bounced between the Rams and Kentucky the last six years. He's now going to Tampa potentially for a reunion with Baker Mayfield. Mayfield said he wanted to see who the offensive coordinator is going to be in Tampa Bay before officially re-signing. The Rams are promoting pass game coordinator and linebackers coach Chris Shula, the grandson of legendary head coach Don Shula, to be their next defensive coordinator. Headlines of Proper Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan Mori Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at 12 p.m. at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Dickerson, Bostic, Beck told behind the glass. Did you guys see the story? Uh, Mark Andrews saving that lady's life? Crazy, man. That's crazy. He had a, I guess he has diabetes and he had a diabetes testing kit on the airplane, right? And and she was, I guess, on the ground, and they didn't know. I guess there was a doctor on the airplane, didn't know what was going on, had the diabetes testing kit. He brings it out, and they end up saving her life. Like, how how insane is that? Yeah, great for him. I mean, knew right away, just jumped right yep. in and had the right approach to it, and good for Mark Andrews. Awesome hey, story. You know, that that's a, a opportunity to recognize CPR training, yes. all the things that, that you take for granted – uh, in in daily life, uh, obviously that one was different, but you know you never know. You absolutely never know when you can be of assistance to someone. And shout out to Andrews for 
Spring it into action. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, that was uh, that, that's a uh, that was warranted uh, to get mentioned here on the show because uh, you know that was very uh, right place, right time, and you know he knew what to what to do in a situation like that. So thank goodness he was there. Uh, should the Penguins trade Jake Gensel? I know that this has been brought up a couple times, but you know if you trade Jake, Jake Gensel, um, do you get back the the production that he puts out there? If you trade him, uh, would that really fix the issues that you have at hand? Uh, isn't he, is he the building block for the transition whenever you are rebuilding? Uh, you have to use, I mean, you don't have to, you know, point one guy to be that guy to transition from old to new, but to me, it would think that he would be the guy that transitions that whenever you do have a rebuild. So the Penguins obviously are off right now. Um, they play the Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets on Tuesday. Uh, to kick off this uh, this other portion of the season, but what the what do the Penguins need to do, and should he be an asset for them uh, to trade and to get back something that they could put together to make a, a run for it? See, I don't know how much they're going to get back for him on like a one year rental mm-hmm. because he's a free agent at the end of the year. Ideally, he's potentially the next captain of the Penguins right. after Sidney Crosby. Yeah, Tyler Kennedy said the same the exact same thing. It, it would not surprise me whatsoever. He's the type of guy who's a dynamic scorer, can sometimes just put the team on his back and do it himself. I mean, remember the cup runs when Jake Gensel would just go berserk and ballistic in the playoffs? He would carry the team at times when the stars were finding the back of the net. He became that extra star that if there's the big three, Jake Gensel's four. And he's somebody who can continue to stay or stick around on this team and potentially is on a Hall of Fame path. It's just a shame right now that it's, you know, this is where they're at. Like, you, you get Dubas, you get the guy that you want for GM or president of hockey operations. He had the big three back. Sidney Crosby's playing at a high level, and this is where they're at. They're still trying to figure it out. And obviously the po- the power play is a big portion of that, but you would think that it would have transpired into more wins and not say that they are they would be comfortable at this point uh, with uh, the record, but it just I, – I, I didn't – if. I didn't see it going this direction. I'm just going to be honest. I thought that they had one more left in their tank, and not to say that they won't. Not to say they won't figure it out. Don't know. It's still somewhat early in in the middle of the season. But I just I hate to see the wasted year and would hate to see the wasted year of Sidney Crosby this year if they can't figure something out in the way he played this year and knowing that he doesn't have this many left. I just wonder, you know, we, we talked about this with TK last week, how much of Sidney Crosby – playing this way is because he has to yes for this team right I mean and, and you know having to and then doing it are two different things but he's having a career year and they can't score on the power play <laughs> I mean I, I that to me nothing embodies their shortfall shortcomings more than that when you if you if you just wrote their lineup down for the power play be like damn that'd be pretty good right and I mean that's where you're talking about taking Geno off and, you know, you trade Gensel. I mean, part of it, too, is is Dubas you know, evaluating the future of this franchise and whether or not Gensel's a part of it. But if you can't get much for him, I wouldn't. No. You know, it's not worth it because he's he's going to be the transition piece you need to at least tread water when when Crosby and, and Malkin and Latang aren't together anymore. Do you think the- – Bechtel, you might be able to answer this. Do NHL players get paid for the All-Star game? I think there's there's, like, some, the incentive? In, there's some incentive involved in it. And I, I can look it up, but I, I think there is something that maybe if you're the winning team, 
you get something. I know that's what the NBA is. Right. That's Pro what they, Bowl. Right. That's pretty much what it's become. Like the the MLB used to be that you know, if you win the All Star game, you get home. Your league gets home field advantage in the World Series, which a lot of people like. A lot of the, people didn't. The winner of the skills competition gets one million dollars. Boom. Really. The NHL All-Star Skills Competition has a new format. The winner gets $1 million. Wow. Now, that's enticing. Because, I mean, I've heard from from former players saying, and even if they were participating, but saying that it was a, a gr- not grueling process, but you'd rather be kicking your feet up than uh, and sitting back and relaxing while you had this time off than attending the All-Star game. So, I mean, if you're, if you're in a skills competition at least, and their prize is a million dollars, that ain't too bad. That's yeah, not bad. I mean, look at these events. Each will compete in four of the first six events. The Fast and All NHL Fastest Skater, Rogers NHL Hardest Shot, Upper Deck NHL Stick Handling, NHL One-Timers, NHL Passing Challenge, and Cheetos NHL Accuracy Shooting. First place will be worth five points, second place four, and so on. Hmm. Top eight advance to the seventh event, the Honda NHL Shootout. Yeah. Not bad. Not I bad. Think, okay. I, I think it's pretty cool. Not bad. All right. Yeah. One Bechtel. million bucks. Bechtel would do it. Bechtel would do it. I'd do it for a yeah. million dollars. Do you want to do trivia next? Let's do trivia. Let's M- get it. Meat market. Yes. <laughs> that was last <laughs> night, that Pat. That was last night. Did you go? No, I he, called two hockey games. He sent me a picture of it. I did. You I called hockey you, games? I sent a tweet. Yeah, two hockey games You know last what I love night. about this place? And, and, and my, oh gosh, how long I've been coming here. The, like the Swiss Army Knife guys. Yes. Like Bechtel. Like Callis. Callis who's, who's wiring up TV for Bethel Park. Yep. You know, Crowley when he was behind the glass. Mm-hmm. People that just love this stuff, man. Gotta love it. Love it. And Bechty. Bechty's the next. You have Shout to love it. Be- Shout out Bechty. He's the next Mike Tarico. Keep working, dude. The next Jim Nance. You didn't oh. go to Syracuse, though, right? No, no Syracuse. What a little Waynesburg. You're a Waynesburg product. Mm-hmm. I am, yeah. Me I and am a thousand other people. <laughs> Let's do some trivia next. Let's do it. Bechty, you got a headline. Pitt basketball, 6 o'clock tomorrow against Notre Dame in ACC play. The Panthers are 4-6 and six after a win 77-72 against Wake Forest on Wednesday. Our coverage begins at 5.30. You can also hear it on your Odyssey app. Duquesne at Rhode Island. Penn State's at Indiana. Robert Morris at Detroit Mercy. BYU is at West Virginia. Some of the other action going on this weekend, including Duke at North Carolina as well. The Pro Bowl is Saturday. Last night was the Pro Bowl skills competition. The NHL skills challenge is tonight as well. And Sidney Crosby in the All-Star game for the Penguins tomorrow in Toronto. Headlines are Proud Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Crowley here, away on my paternity leave, but I have a very special message for you. I bet you know what it is. You need beer and you know where to go. To get your beer this weekend, it's a crazy $16.99 weekend at Hampton Beer Outlet. Save a bunch on your favorite beers. Yingling Lager, 24-pack can, $16.99. Natural Light, 30-pack, $16.99. Keystone Light, $16.99. Paps Blue Ribbon, 30-pack, $16.99. Even Twisted Tea, 12-pack cans, just $16.99. Drive a little, save a lot, $16.99 weekend, Hampton Beer Outlet. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Dickerson, Bostick, Bechtold with you on the Fan Morning Show. Bechtold, you got some trivia for us. Oh, you actually did say earlier that you mixed it up, so I guess we're going to do half trivia, half breakdown yes. uh, on the other side of this. So let's roll with this one first. This is kind of the half trivia, half breakdown. So Arthur Smith 
new Steelers offensive coordinator. Congratulations to him on all this coordinating success. His dad, Frederick Smith, is the founder and the former CEO of a very famous delivery company. Can you name it? FedEx. Yep. Now, do you know how much he's worth? Oh, my gosh. $6 billion. 4.3. Right in the middle. He is worth $5.6 billion. God, I don't know what to do with that. Doran, Pat, do you have any famous relatives or who's the biggest celebrity in your context? Biggest celebrity in your context? Mm, Pat, uh, we might. You know, this is actually a good question for both of us. I got some. I got some decent ones. I would have to look through, but I have some decent ones, and I know Pat does. I know Pat has some decent ones. Um, man, biggest celebrity in my context. Uh, I mean, they're all sports people, right? They're all. They're all. They're all sports people. Larry well, Fitzgerald, Aaron Donald, LaShawn McCoy, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Aaron Donald. I, I said Aaron. I think. Oh, you did. Tyler Boyd. These are all pick guys. Marino. Dan Marino. Hmm. Um. Doran Dickerson. <laughs> um. Billy Stull. I think my most interesting one. Probably like a wrestler. <laughs> that Lee Bryce. You got Lee Bryce's contact. Lee Bryce for your, day, for your Nashville days. My Nashville days nice. used to hang out with him a lot. Lee Bryce. Ric Flair. No. Woo! No. Woo! Um, whew, man, the guy's shirt that I'm wearing, Tony Todd, who played Candyman. Um, That's the, the guy that played Jason Voorhees, Kane Hodder. Got a lot of horror characters in there. Yeah, dude, you're, that's that's why you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> but not not anybody that is like worth a yeah, billion dollars. I, I mean, there's a billion people that are worth a lot of money. A billion? No, not anybody worth a billion. Next question. Who was the last pirate to participate in the home run derby? Wasn't that long ago? Five years ago now, it'll mark. Pedro Alvarez? Twenty nineteen. No. He was in it at one point, I believe. Twenty nineteen. Somebody before him. Twenty nineteen pirate. Still has a good MLB career going for him. Not with the pirates though. It's not it's not Polanco, is it? No. I loved Gregory Polanco. Side note, I have a Gregory Polanco jersey. He was one of my favorite players growing up. Playing in right Not field. Not Marte? Not Marte either. Jeez. 50 minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills <laughs> Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Route 19, and Peter Township celebrating. Placement. 50 years in the South Hills. Oh, man. 2019? That's not that long ago. No. He plays first base. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Not Bell. Josh Bell. Wow. Last pirate in the All Star in the Home Run Derby 2019. Oh, wow. okay. All that's, right. I should have known that. I know. Same here. I get mad at this. See, I get mad at myself. Yarmu Yager's jersey was going to be retired at PPG Paints Arena. It's Sunday, February 18th, coming up. Now, we know who. There's two retired jerseys in Penguins history. We know who one is. Mario Lemieux. Lemieux. Can you name the other? Uh, I know who it is. It's in the blue jersey, right? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Oh, come on. Just, just tell us, dude. Yeah. Michael Briere, 21. Briere. Yeah, good. Nice. From the early I, days. I just, every time, like, I think that I'm going to do well and I don't. Now, I always have one of these trivia questions that I keep for last that is my favorite. Here it is. 
Lamar Jackson is likely to win NFL MVP for the second time after winning in 2019. Ten players have won the MVP two times. Six in that ten have won it three or more times. Two have won it four times. Only one has won it five. Can you name eight of the ten players who have won the MVP at least twice? Tom Brady. Yes. Peyton Manning. Yes. Five times. Brady won it three times. Peyton Manning has won it five. The only player to do it five times. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Montana? Yes. They are all quarterbacks. Of course they're all quarterbacks. Marino? Marino did not win it twice. Wow. Um, Namath? Montana won it twice. Joe Namath did not. Oh, my gosh. All quarterbacks. Steve Young? Steve Young won it twice in 92 and 94. Montana was 89 and 90. Peyton Manning was 2003, 4, 8, 9 with the Colts and the Broncos in How many have we named so far? We're at four. You've named Manning, Brady, now Favre. You've named Young and Montana, so you're at five. Well, Lamar Jackson's up. I mean, he would be. Well, he's not. He hasn't won it yet. He hasn't won it yet. He would be the 11th. Mahomes hasn't won it twice yet, right? Yes, Mahomes. 2018, 2022, Patrick Mahomes twice. At six. At six. We need two more? Two more to get to eight. There are ten total. I want to get ten. Let's go ten. Um, Man. All quarterbacks. All quarterbacks. Oh, um, this w- they're all Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Aikman, well, Aikman, not Aikman. How far back does this go, year wise? Good question. Goes back to 1959, but there's only one guy. Bart, only, Bart Starr, not Bart Starr. Unitas, Unitas, oh. yes. Unitas is the only guy that like is before Montana. Okay. At 89. Jeez. We're at seven. We got three more. I mean, Dude, this is. What are we doing? There's man. one guy still playing that you haven't hit on. One Won the MVP four times, back to back. Rogers, a couple years ago, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah, is he still playing? He didn't play this year. Mm. Uh, four snaps. I know. Um, gosh, I'm just like I'm going through the '80s. Yep, yep. Like stats, teams that won a bunch of Super Bowls. John Elway. Not John Elway. Really what? stunned by that. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, jeez. Man. Um, Brett Favre. Said that. We said that already. We already got Favre. Favre yep. won twice, right? Already got Favre. Favre. So, it, this is this is post-Montana. So, we're saying, like, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, <sighs> It's not Michael Vick. No. Do you say the guy who replaced Montana? I already he, said, he said Steve Young. Young. So, we're at nine? You're one more. Oh. One more. <laughs> From the 90s on? Yes. He won it in 99 in 2001 in a franchise that is no longer in its city. Oh, 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 uh, McNair. No. They're still in Tennessee. No, uh, Wheelers. He was one of the, he was he yeah. played in Tennessee too. So it's the Chargers. Not the Chargers. Oh, ho, 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 Rich Gannon. No. Not Rich Gannon. <laughs> Thinking Oakland. He won a Super Bowl not- and then lost a Super Bowl to New England. No longer in its city? Yes. The- oh, 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 um, <laughs> You played for the Raiders? No. We keep getting collectively worse at this. This is terrible. I mean, 99 and 2001? Yes. Lost to the Patriots. Oh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Come on. 
Oh, my goodness. Peyton Manning won it five times. Aaron Rodgers won the MVP four times. I said Rich Gannon. (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot. Tom Brady three times. Brett Favre three times. As well as Johnny Unitas. (laughs) Kurt Warner twice. Steve Young twice. Joe Montana twice. Patrick Mahomes twice. And it could be one more. (laughs) The whole text line, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, Kurt (laughs) Warner. Oh man, Pat, we should be better at that. That was that's bad on us. I mean, we did okay. Yeah, like, yeah. We should be better. All well, right. you know what? There's no like. That's the beauty of it. There's no prep for it. All right. No All right. prep. Good Coming job. up. Good job, Becky. <laughs> good job, Bechtold. Another good segment. Yep. Coming up, we got odds and ends. It's gonna be a real quirky one. It's gonna be weird. I just threw it together. So we got to do odds and ends on Friday. So we'll do that next. First fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on the new Silverado 1500 trucks today. High of 44 degrees with cloudy skies and a low of 32. Tomorrow, sunny skies and a high of 45. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 